0: Section seventy six of American Myths and Legends, volume one. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. American Myths and Legends, volume one, by Charles M. Skinner. The Devil's Race Course. In his own improper person, the Devil was a more familiar figure in the Old World than. He ever became an anew it seems as if he must have found more subjects there yet he did find time to pay an occasional visit to these shores and one of the towns that he favored with a visit was baltimore it is alleged indeed that he found this little city so congenial that he set up a sort of headquarters there but the residents pooh-pooh at his statement and set it down to the workings of evil minds in annapolis since Baltimore became the state metropolis, and Annapolis merely secured a brick capital and a naval academy. But to our story. There was in Baltimore, on the edge of the hill called St. Clair, a circular clearing, three hundred feet across, that was known to a few as the Forest Ring, and to the many as the Devil's Racecourse. Until the nineteenth century had been half spent, it was avoided by the superstitious, who could still trace it on the earth. Near it stood the cabin of Sam Jones, a free negro, the Jones who reported that when hunting one night he fired at a coon in the middle of the ring, and nearly died of fright, for the coon sat up and uttered a long bellowing laugh, and the stump he sat upon flashed into livid flame. It took two or three years for Sam to recover his nerve, and when he did he kept about the populous districts after dark as luck would have it however he was halted in the twilight on one of his infrequent errands in this quarter and bidden by a tall dim stranger to give a letter to a recluse commonly known as surly bill who lived on the other side of the river the coin that the unknown dropped into his palm to speed him nearly scorched his fingers the stranger as the reader will have guessed was the devil himself but why didn't he take his own message will be asked because at that instant the shadow of the cross, made by branches of a withered pine, rested on Bill's roof in the half-moonlight, and two parsons who had offered to pray for the hermit were talking under his window, though, as it fell out, neither had the courage to enter. They were hardly out of hearing when Sam whacked his summons at the door. "'What the devil brings you here?' bawled surly Bill, as he faced the messenger. "'Letter for you, sir,' answered Sam. Thrusting a square missive into his hand and holding out his own in evident hope of reward, he got a kick and fled. Still, he had not fared badly in his own accounting, for the devil's dollar kept him in rum and mischief for a couple of nights. Over the fire in Bill's kitchen hung a cauldron of witch broth that had been bubbling and stewing, giving out the vilest odors. And as he bent to the perusal of the letter, the fire died, the stuff chilled and its power of ill-doing was lost for bill dwelt long upon the letter it reminded him that since his compact with the chief of hell he had not sent a single soul below and the time had arrived when he must do so he must shed the blood of some one who had committed a crime who should that one be ah he had it the captain under whom he had sailed as a buccaneer the blackest-hearted rascally knew whose hands had smoked in the gore of fifty victims and who a murrain on him had triced him at the mainmast for breaking into a liquor cask and lashed his back till ribbons of skin hung down he would be revenged tremendously for he would not only slay his body he would worse than slay his soul surly bill had served behind the old brass murthering pieces aboard the pirate had chopped the timbers of many a merchantman with eight-pound shot and never felt a kink in his moral inwards "'cause he hadn't many of those fitments. Yet now, when he came to deal the blow to his old captain, he found he could not do it without first engaging him in a fight. He went about the business early in the morning, got into a successful brawl, struck and killed him, tipped his corpse overboard, and left for the other side of the sea in the first ship that had her nose pointed in that direction. His chest was full of the captain's gold, he was buoyant in the devil's promise of five years of pleasure and plenty under a name that is best not told for the tradition of his bounties and entertainments is still current among many whose blood is blue he flourished through the old world capitals drinking deeper than any prince yet never drunk gaming fiercely yet always winning throwing money right and left yet never lacking with all his fortune he could never keep a friend his temper was high his tastes were low his passions were vulgarly displayed but there was something more at the wine a wild light that was like despair blazed in his eyes and the mark of a claw burned on his forehead in saint peter's at rome the meaning of his doom came over him so that he shrieked in agony and so fearsome was his cry that a priest who was serving at the altar fell paralyzed Toward the end of five years he returned, hoping, believing that through his arts and promises he could gain another stay from Satan. His house was as he had left it, and he resumed possession, unknown to any neighbor at the time. The last night of his five mad years had come. Sam Jones, making his way home, belated, had the second and vastest scare of his life. A storm was raging, such a storm as the oldest resident could not remember rocks were splintered by lightning trees fell with a resounding crash torrents burst through dry hollows cries and moans sounded through the booming howling and plashing of the tempest at the devil's race-course sam saw a figure in flight seemingly crazed and not aware that it was running in a circle while close behind going at an easy lope was the fiend a niagara of fire descended a long bellowing laugh reverberated through the heavens Sam's liver, heart, and other works went up. In the morning, a charred thing that had been Surly Bill lay in the center of the circle. End of section seventy six.